Um, we're live. Sweet. Yeah, I'm looking on uh, Twitch just to just to see. Do something so it looks easier. Oh, okay, that doesn't work then. Just trying to change the sides that we were on. Fair enough. Actually. Um... Uh, okay. okay, yep, there we are. Cool. Yep. 18 followers, fucking hell. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? Good question. <laughs> it's good, though. Oh, for certain. I don't question it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I am up to nine already. Yeah. Which, yeah, that I'm also surprised by. <laughs> very thankful. Yeah. That's very good. It is, yeah. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to episode eight of the Stories in J.A. Minor podcast. That sounded weird, so I'm going to say it again. <laughs> 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 we're keeping it in, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Stories in G Minor podcast. There you go. I'm Ollie. I'm Dylan. Welcome to the show. Yeah. AKA stream, because that's what we're doing right now. Have we talked yeah. about our Twitch integration? Like, uh, how we're doing recording the podcasts at the same time? No, not on the podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think I think accidentally so. just summed it up right there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We've decided to start streaming on Twitch when we're recording and also playing some games. Yeah. There too. As you will see if you look in the description of any of our videos. Or, yeah. well, since episode three. <laughs> so anything newer than episode three. We'll have the link to Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I thought, um, didn't we, uh, go back and add links? I thought we did. You might have, I didn't. Fair. Fair enough. I, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. We just released episode four. <laughs> yeah. So we're it's... dating this episode immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I'll just have a quick rant about that. Yeah. Uh, that was such a bitch to work on. <laughs> yeah. Craig. Craig, there were software issues, uh, not only yeah. with Craig, but with the video editor I was using, Movie yeah. Studio. Which, yeah. The thing is, aside from that, it, it is a solid piece of software, so I don't know why it broke as hard as it did. Yeah. Because, like, um, I, I just sent you a demo I've been working on since yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you did. I I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. Um, it's, it's like 10 seconds. It's for Instagram. <laughs> okay, cool. But, I'll uh, just be back shortly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, the point I was making is that turned out fine. Like, it was extremely painless. Yeah, so I don't know what happened there. It was kind of peculiar. 
Nevertheless, it seems like I am alone, at least for the moment, so... Uh, and I, I do not feel like doing a quick cover of The Sound of Silence, so... I am just going to keep on rambling. I'm not sure what I'll... Actually... Okay, yeah, I'll tell him about the... Uh... I'll give a bit more context behind that demo when he comes back. Because I am fairly excited about it. I think it might come out today. I don't even know what the fuck the date is. It is... Come on, calendar. It is the 6th of September. On a Monday. We are recording at 8 o'clock Australian time. Yeah. Um, the demo side, I've been working on some new music as well. I've been continuing work on my album, which I'm still very excited about. I think the song I'm working on at the moment might be one of my best so far. It's definitely the most emotional. Uh, very sentimental, weirdly. Oh, and he's back. Kind of. Give it a sec. I'm back. Thank you. Yeah. And we have two people watching. One of them is me, don't worry. And I'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Um, I was just saying, I was going to give a bit more context on that demo I sent you. Yeah. Because I am going to uh, upload it to Instagram yeah. soon. Uh, it's gen just 10 seconds. I got yeah. Uh, this company, Get Good Drums, released mm -hmm. a new drum VST yesterday. Okay. So, uh, it was either yesterday or the day before. Either way, recently, like this mm -hmm. end of last week. Uh, yeah, so I played around with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's really good, and I wanted to do something. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It is... Uh, Definitely interesting, because I'm kind of misusing it. It was advertised as a classic rock kit. Okay. Like, and when I mean classic, I mean, I mean like Eddie Van Halen, Queen. Yeah. Just, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to do a bit more, something a bit more contemporary, a bit more standard metal. Well, because, if it works. Yeah. And that's the thing. Ironically, I bought it specifically to misuse it <laughs> no, because, uh, nice yeah because i was explaining this to ken like uh, granted the demos aren't the best but i could hear the potential from the samples yeah because they are the most unprocessed we've heard at least from them in a little bit so i was like because of how raw these sound you could get some really beefy drum sound nice and nice my theory proven correct especially with the toms i love how they sound that's good really yeah. thick and resonant you can do like a lot of boom 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 you know kind of thing that's always good yeah for certain oh you want to know the best part mm -hmm. it has a cowbell nice that i have not used <laughs> you always want you always want a cowbell yeah well usually yeah. Apparently it was a very heavily requested feature, so they did it. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, also, before when you were away, I briefly brought up that uh, the song I was working on. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going on the album. I'm liking what I have so far. Nice, nice. Yeah. Definitely a bit different. Hmm. Going back to the... uh, Going back to making episode four, though. Oh, my God. So... Didn't OBS also shit itself? (laughs) I think it... Yeah, it did. Yeah, so both Craig and OBS just shat the bed. Yeah. And... Explosively. Yeah. So, which meant sinking it was the biggest pain in the ass. And we forgot to clap at the beginning. So... (laughs) (laughs) That took a long time. Yeah. And then actually editing the audio, too, is because... I was able to separate my track from you and Joel's, but that being said, I had to edit your, you and Joel's audio, uh, audio as yeah. one track, one stereo track. And yeah, That's... that was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Like, I shit you not, I had to use like a drum EQ. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. <laughs> that is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Somehow it worked. It's not the best sounding episode we've gotten, but you know what? It is what it is so far. Then again, we also had the squealing. Mm. In it. Which thankfully we, we have sorted out now. Yes. Yes, it is very much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to think I think about. you were saying when when I first got it, that you were excited to edit that episode. I was. And then I think it turned out my audio got outputted incorrectly. So then it turned out my doll was capturing my camera audio. (laughs) Ah, that sucks. And I told you that it sounded like the gym at your school. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the school I went to. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not the worst, not the best either. So you, de- you definitely sounded better though, so you're probably going to be the highlight of that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. So interestingly enough, looking in our conversation ideas chat, yeah. The thing that I know we haven't talked about happened. I posted that on the day that I was in, that I went to hospital. Oh, well, shit, yeah. Wait. No, I think... No, it was... Yeah, it was the day I went to hospital. Mm. It was actually fairly serious. <laughs> yes, it was. To be honest, uh, appendicitis. And it ha- I have had my appendix removed. But I'm on the mend. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, that happened, and we haven't recorded an episode since. <clears throat> well, not not a not a typical episode, anyway, because we've done... True. Episode 6. Did we do episode 7? I think so. Uh, let me see. I feel like we have, but I don't remember how. <laughs> yeah, we've done episode 7. Was it another gameplay one? Uh, I just... 
No? Okay, so it was a standard episode, cool. Uh, yeah, okay. But it was episode six that we incorporated GTA gameplay, right? Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, so. Yeah. It seems it looks like it's a standard episode. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The topic that I put there is um, wireless charging. Didn't we talk about that? I swear we... I, swear I don't did. think so. Um, I don't think we talk about that in private, or maybe, yeah. Because I, I thought we incorporated that into episode seven. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Anyway, we can talk about about it again. Sure, why not? Actually, we talked about wireless peripherals in yeah. episode seven. That's it. Yeah. Um, so. It's what most people are talking about when they're referring to wireless charging is inductive charging. Yeah. Yeah. Which is significantly less efficient than using a cable. Figures. Yeah. Um, I, can go, go, I can talk a bit about the physics behind it if you like. Uh... How much is that going to go over my head <laughs> and everybody else's? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, yeah. But basically, actually, probably not too much. Okay, cool. It's just two coils of wire. Yep. When they get close to each other and they have um, electricity going through them, it induct induces... Well, when you have... Sorry, let me restart this. When you have electricity running through a wire, it induces a magnetic field. Yep. If you coil this, you can bring it near another coil, and they can transfer power. Because you can also get the same effect, but in reverse, on a second coil. So that's how inductive charging works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. However, I think at best it's 70% efficient. I forget exactly what the statistics are. But yeah, something like that. Right. So I'm not a fan of it personally. No no disagreements there. It's not a... Have you ever used it? No, but I have heard some horror stories. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the, well, the Note 7, I think. Yeah, Note 7. No, I meant, like, amongst other friends, but... Oh, yeah. Now that you bring that up, what's Note 7? The Gal- Galaxy Note 7. It came out in, I think, 2016. Yeah, 2016. And it had a small problem with its charging. <laughs> One where... where I remember seeing a video by Linus Tech Tips where they joked about having to call the bomb squad. Oh. Yeah, that Ooh. one. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty abysmal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was to do with the battery being squished, basically. 
Oh, okay. Or being too large a capacity to for the size. So it's a fundamental uh, design flaw. Yeah. Fuck, how does that go past QA? <laughs> Good question. Oh. Seems to have stopped showing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm sure it'll come back sooner or later. Anyway. Yep, there we go. Cool. Anyway. So, yeah, that was not very good. That happened. And like with peripherals, I prefer wired charging anyway, which has maybe, I think it's at most a 3%. Right. uh, 3% inefficiency. Hmm. So that's 3% of the electricity is lost as heat. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you don't have the wireless, the inductive charging coil, Mm -hmm. you can actually um, have a bigger battery. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because the bigger the coil, the more efficient it can be. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm waiting for solid state batteries, though. Mm. They, they sound really promising. Can see why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's updated. Cool. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the uh, inductive charging is not that difficult a concept. No, not really. Um, well. Thanks. Yeah, I learnt about it last year in physics. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favourite subjects, actually, that one. It was good. Nice. Really interesting. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, on top of that, I should probably say my phone can't actually do inductive charging. Um, Is that just because it's an older model, or is it... Just... Uh, it's an older model, yeah. yeah. I figured. Yours? Definitely an older model. I don't know if it does wireless charging. I always use a cable. Yeah, fair enough. I don't... I mean, you don't even need it. No, you don't. I... It not it just slower? I've. It is significantly slower. Yeah. yeah. It is significantly slower because of, because of how much more inefficient... Yeah, inefficient it is. Yeah. Um. But I think what possibly made me think of this was, um, have you heard anything about the new MagSafe? Uh, I know of MagSafe. I don't keep track because I don't follow much Apple stuff. You know of the old MagSafe, the MagSafe on a Mac. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've they removed that in 2015 from the MacBook Pro. Oh. Yeah, in favor of USB-C. Which hmm. is a, it's a good connector. Yeah. However, MagSafe it was designed specifically to stop someone from 
kicking your computer across the room by tripping over the charger. Yeah. Hmm. I know someone who said who um said, who claims that this was not as much it was not much of an issue. Um what about the USB-C or the kicking across the room? Kicking across the room. Okay. Yeah. I mean... That one feels a bit situational, to be fair. Normally, I would say, in most circumstances, yes, having something that plugs in without magnets would probably... is generally fine. Yeah. However, for the times where it's not, that's when you want it. It's when someone trips over the cable that you want it. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Sorry, I'm also rendering a video while we're, do while we're doing this. I started it before. Fair enough. That's funny. You think uh, you talk about that, uh, the MagSafe, and I only have one instance in mind where I could see it being useful, and it's a situation I haven't had to deal with, with you know, in forever. Mm. Yeah. What is it? School. Wireless charging. No, I meant, yeah, just having the mag safe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or if if you work in a if you're going to uh a library. I guess I've never been to an extremely crowded library though. Like, what up, Max? There's like thirty people. I mean. Or any public space, if you're going to use your computer in public and charge it. I guess, yeah. Mm. So that... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's for when... It's yeah. for the time that you need... That you need it. That it's important. Yeah. I'm never on a computer. Uh, even when my MacBook was working, I never took it outside. Like, Fair enough. The only bit of technology I really carry is a phone, and recently the wireless headphones. Yeah. That is it. Yeah, I only really carry my phone right yeah. now. That's Maybe like, headphones. I could imagine it being more useful, and it's just I don't make the most out of it. Mm hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, as I said, it's it's not for the times you don't need it, but it's for the times you do. Yeah, fair enough. Better safe than sorry. Exactly my thoughts. Anyway, they brought MagSafe back as a as wireless charging on the iPhones. Hmm. Oh boy. To be fair, it has very good it's actually sorry. It's completely different. Okay. In how it works, it's an inductive charger with magnets around the outside, so it can stick to a phone. The phone. Ah. Okay. All right. Yeah. However, there are still problems. Uh, magnets. Yeah. Magnets are strong when you're trying to pull them apart like this. Yes. Yeah. But if you shift them across, 
you can pull it apart easily. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that's see that. a small problem there. And it, do you think they're gonna fix that, or is that even a problem? Um, I mean, they the only way they can fix it can be fixed is to have larger magnets. How big are the chargers? Uh, standard Qi charger. Okay. Just well, actually, a bit bigger. The coil, the coil is a standard Qi charger, and then uh, thin magnets around the outside. Yep. Yeah. So. So it's not too uh, obstructive. No. Nah. No. Nah. It, I mean, they're also designed to be used with accessories. Um, so, like, a little wallet thing for cards on the back of your phone. It's held there by magnets. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's actually rather intuitive. Well, yeah. at least on a conceptual level, anyway. Yeah. I mean... It's useful. It would be useful. In the right circumstances. Yeah. Hmm. Should we go on to the next topic? Maybe? Probably, yeah. Okay, so the next thing that I see there is uh, broken softwares. Hmm. This should be interesting. With two examples given. One of them is about, um, sorry. <clears throat> One of them is that, uh, sorry, is Cyberpunk 2077, <laughs> and the other is Microsoft Teams. Have you played um, Cyberpunk or? No, but I've seen PS4 footage. Oh, <laughs> okay. So uh, I don't need to imagine much. What, four frames a second, was it? I don't know. It's a slideshow. Yeah. Um, but no, um, Microsoft Teams, in the right circumstances, I have heard is good. However... This doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all because, well, for me anyway. Yeah. Because it is, um, because it just doesn't work properly. So, I, for my, with my uni, we use Microsoft Teams. Mmm. <laughs> oh no. Not as not its intended use case. It is intended for use in the workplace. Oh, okay. So, okay, Wait. yep. Not the intended work use case. However, even as even for workplaces, they have some major, major failures in there. Right. There. So, first of all, 
whenever it automatically changes your status from do not disturb to online whenever you open the app. Doesn't Discord do the same thing? No. 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 It just changes mine automatically. I don't know why. Changes it to away, but that's a bit different. If you haven't been doing anything for about ten minutes, it Fair changes. Enough, yeah. That I mean, that's different. That's that's a lot more reasonable. It is, yeah. But if you, if I set my, if I set my status to do not disturb, I expect stay that way, yeah. To not be disturbed. Sorry about that. Anyway, she just pulled a massive stink face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I'll probably cut that out of the episode. Yeah. And but leave this part in. Right. Just to confuse people. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um so yeah. Changing your status to, from do not disturb to online. I've I read something that said that it changes your status uh if you have finished a meeting, or if you've left a meeting. Okay. Yeah. Why? So you you have your status set to do not disturb. Yeah. You leave the meeting. Yeah, sorry, you enter a meeting. The meeting finishes. It automatically changes your status to online. Hmm. No. And there's no other way that you can turn off notifications without having the program closed. Mm. Not Second great. thing is notifications. So, I'm in a meeting on my computer. I have Microsoft Teams installed on my phone. And there are people talking in the chat. Now, this is the one thing that I think that Microsoft Teams does better than anything else. In that you can bring the chat up on the side of the screen in the window. In the one window. Alright. Yeah. And it separates the messages sent to yeah, yeah. be part of the call or the meeting, the call. That's alright. It does that well. However, when I was in a when I was in a meeting for uni on my computer, uh, people would be typing in the chat. That's completely reasonable. What isn't is that even though I was set to do not disturb, my phone was blowing up with notifications from messages in the chat. Even when I had Microsoft Teams selected. Right. I haven't heard these complaints about uh, Skype for business. Yeah. My assumption is because that would be because Skype for business actually worked properly. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. Hmm. So, and then, I mean, everyone knows about <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yep. Which I got in the first week of its release. I technically bought two copies, one for me, one for a friend. And that friend paid me back. Yep. Um, nice. And they played it on their Series X. 
Yeah. But yeah, I played it, I got it first week. So, I experienced, I was in the time period where the most bugs were there. Oh, boy. oh well. I mean, I'm not sure. Sh- I mean, I made a, a post on Instagram about it. Where I said that, um, yeah, I actually, I bought it on the 12th of December. Last year? Or... Yeah, last year. And I completed the story in five days. Yeah? Yeah. At the time, I said that it was a good game that I recommended. Um, But it would probably be better to wait until they fix most of the major bugs. Fair enough. Which, I don't know if they have. Uh, um, yes and no. <laughs> yeah, I know they've fixed some, but not all. Yeah. Um, there were some parts that I like, but yeah, it, thinking back to it, it's, um, it's not that great of a game. Anything that stands out, uh, apart from the bugs? Uh, not really. The story's not the most interesting so the story is mediocre gameplay? Yeah. Uh, the gameplay's alright. I mean, the game doesn't run very well. Mm, which I is mean, very important, at least in my Yeah. Opinion. My computer, as I think I've, we've talked about before, yeah. is not... It's not top of the line. Neither. However, it is not a bad computer. Neither of our computers are shit. It, no. It's fine. Uh... Good enough. Yeah, it doesn't run everything, but you'd be surprised with how much you can get away with this. You, I mean, I could probably play most games that came out today. Yeah, same here, actually. I, I could probably... that out, actually. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not that surprised. Like, I've managed to play a couple of PS5 games on... Mm. I mean, I mean you know, PC yeah. port for PS5 games. Yeah. yeah. I could probably have... Uh... Gotten, I could probably could have done it. Sorry, um, but Cyberpunk it defaulted to the highest presets. Oh no, it's one of those. Yeah, oh, I hate it when games do that. Fuck, <laughs> and then my computer overheated, my graphics card in particular overheated, oh, no. and caused my computer to lock. I wasn't able to do anything. So. It didn't shut down, yeah. but it just locked. It might as well locked have up. shut down. Yeah. yeah. So I had to restart it. And since then, it was even getting to the... This does not seem very good temperatures. Yeah. So high, uh, mid to high 80s on the graphics card. Even when I had turned it down to the lowest... Except for the resolution, because mm. running at a non-native resolution is just painful. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, it was not, not fun. It, well, it was, it was fun. It had some very good things in it. Yeah. 
Um, but if I say they'd be, it'd be spoiling it, and I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, it definitely could have been better. So. Yeah, the game doesn't really. I don't know. It's like with the. Um, I might have brought this up before, but a lot of uh, comparisons have been made between this mm. game and a series called Deus Ex. Yeah. Deus Ex appeals to me more on, on a conceptual level because it's a hybrid stealth game slash open world game. Yeah. Uh, with Cyberpunk, it just looks like GTA with Blade Runner aesthetics. That's why it, it feels. And I feel like if I got my hands on it, I'd be very bored within the first hour. I mean, I'd, I recommend you give it a try, at least. Not if it's going to kill my computer. <laughs> it won't. Uh, my computer still runs fine. Even I don't want to pay that much for a game I might not even like. I could I could sign into my GOG accounts on your computer, though. Oh, cool. For, yeah. The game doesn't have any demos anyway, does it? Don't think so. But, I mean, all games really should have demos. They should, especially nowadays and age. I mean, a lot of them do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Hmm. Honestly, so you... uh, another game called Prey. Mm. Uh, even though it's more of like a horror RPG-ish kind of game. It's yeah. still set in the future. Yeah. Um, that game looks a lot more fun. Yeah. You, you might have a better time with that if you didn't really enjoy uh, Cyberpunk. I mean, I did, but... Well, as much as you wanted Thinking to. back. Yeah. Actually, I didn't expect to buy it. <laughs> it was a bit of a stupid decision and, and a bit of an impulse purchase because it came with extra stuff like oh, uh map and stickers and stuff mm. like that yeah i mean they're cool but they're i don't know worth the money. <laughs> probably not the game i don't think the game's worth it if you're gonna buy it buy it on sale of course and even the sales i've seen it on aren't really that heavily discounted yeah, I'd say as if it probably at least eighty percent off. If somehow that happens. Yeah. Probably give it like another five years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not convinced by Cyberpunk, but mm. Mm. Um actually with Microsoft Teams, I probably should talk uh we should probably relating to it. Yeah. But not broken software so much. Windows 11. I have, have you no heard? experience with it. Nor, nor do I. Well, I not much. I thought you sold like an early copy or something. No, I didn't. No? You didn't? I, I didn't install a leaked did copy. Did you share something relating to that? Uh, quite possibly. Okay, I might have been... I know, I know two people who installed a copy, though. Yeah. Installed a, the leaked copy. I haven't heard good things. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not great. What Mike I've seen. So fed up with Windows, he's actually going to transfer to Linux. 
Fair enough. I mean, I might, I might jump ship too if he can un like get it happening. <laughs> I mean, the only thing is, pro. I, I, I think that Windows is still probably better for gaming. Fair enough, but gaming isn't all that I do, so I guess. True. Gonna... I mean, there's also compatibility, program compatibility. Mm, that's true too. Yeah. But then again, Linux is probably a good choice for most people. Probably. I mean, for Dad's work, I could see. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to buy a legitimate copy of Windows at some point, too. The probably. One, the one I have is pirated. Pirated or just um, not activated? Oh, yeah. Hm. Not activated? No, it's activated. Just okay. Uh, like a lot of stuff works, just not everything. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Windows Eleven. Um, I mean, I know two people who have inst who installed it on virtual machines, and one yeah. per one of those people went on to install it on their computer. Uh, claiming, of course, that it happened. Without them knowing. Yeah. I think you can guess who I... Yes, I can, and yeah. I am calling Sus. Well, good on you, because we were in a call the yeah. previous day, and he was sharing his screen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they were sharing their screen. And... Guess what? What? They looked up how to install Windows 11. <laughs> Fuck me. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, I don't know why this happened. Oh, oh no, why would fucking happen? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. That is funny. I, I, mean, I wish you could have been there just to see that happen. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. I gotta say, I don't miss the fucker, but the shit he gets up to. Some of it's just... Fair it's enough. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, um... Okay, uh, I'll talk about some of the features in Windows 11. You tell me your thoughts on them, I guess. For certain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, centralized start menu. Could you clarify, like, what... So you know how the start menu is by default in the bottom left yeah. on Windows 10 and has been for the entirety of Windows? Yep. In Windows 11, it's going... It's going to be by default in the middle of the screen, at the bottom. Not the worst idea, but I, I'm not entirely in love either. It's definitely for um, uh, touch devices. I can see why you would do it. It makes sense. Just... Fortunately, there is yeah. the option to move it back over to the left. Okay, so no harm, no foul. Yeah. Cool. Although you can't move the taskbar. 
be fair, I never did anyway. Fair point. I did it I... once on accident. My dad saw that I did that, and he was like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never done it since. Fair enough. Uh, I used to run it with the taskbar at the top of the screen for on one display, I think. Fucking fair enough, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that is something I like. I, I prefer the top of the top or bottom to either of the sides. Because I like to have multiple monitors. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I'm so don't you do that for, like, sw uh, switch a taskbar, depending on your monitor? Because you got, like, three. You can, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I figured the one you'd have sitting vertically, you'd put, like, the taskbar on the side or something. Yeah, yeah, you could. Monitor. Yeah. Yeah, I have it on the bottom. I also have the taskbars at different sizes. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. Um, actually, I need to be, I need to go for just a second again. Oh no, okay. I'll be back shortly. I gotta speak some bullshit, okay. <laughs> bullshit approved, okay. <sighs> I'm trying to think, I probably should mention something regarding broken software. I have really mixed feelings on Ableton. I don't remember if I said this before, but regardless on what you think of the UI, you could probably agree that the uh, some of it can get a little broken. Like, it can get very CPU hungry for no really good reason. Uh, I've heard of people having problems with their projects where they don't save properly and it just deletes everything. Uh, honestly, my problem with Ableton is more so just... I don't know, a lot of it feels very... Uh, not clunky, but just very... It's very easy to get distracted with how much shit you can just do. Uh, so I find it very strenuous to get a new project going. I do. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, I think Pro Tools is very, uh, very, it's kind of like got the inverse problem where it's too strict and you're not allowed a lot of flexibility to get projects started. So you just kind of got to keep yourself restrained. Like, it's a good piece of recording software, but that's about it. Honestly, you'd probably have a better time writing and recording in Reaper if you want to go the Pro Tools route. Uh, and uh, something about Ableton and Pro Tools, both of their customer support is dog shit. Um, okay, I won't say who, but I know somebody who's personally had some bullshit experience with customer support and Pro Tools. And I've had some pretty shitty customer service with Ableton, so yeah, I feel pretty comfortable saying no. For those who don't know, I I, uh, I am a Studio One user. Not perfect. Sometimes it can crash a little bit uh, you know, unwarranted, but yeah, otherwise it's a really good piece of software. 
D- that and Reaper. Delicious. Welcome back. You are muted. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a rant because uh, I went back onto uh, broken software. Yeah. I decided to bitch about Ableton a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I spoke about both Ableton and Pro Tools. Pro Tools a bit less, but um, I just wanted mm. to draw some comparisons, especially in terms of how fundamentally I both think they have some pretty big problems on the opposite extremes. Oh, yeah. Like, Pro Tools is a bit too limited. Ableton is a bit too free, uh, a little too open-ended. So, one can cause, like, you know, paralyzation because of how much choices you have. Yeah. The other, you don't have many choices. Yeah. So you're just very limited to what it has. Yeah. And literally right as soon as you went into the room, uh, I recommended that people either get studio one or reaper because reaper is basically pro tools but with a bit more options in terms of mixing and you know writing yeah that's a very comfy DAW to use if you want to go the pro tools route and i recommended studio one yeah Uh, although honestly uh, i'd put studio one and logic in the same exact tier yeah because they are almost essentially the same DAW. yeah it's just uh little bit different ui little bit different you know, plugins you can do a bit more i mean yeah. not a bit more but yeah you could just do different things with uh logic stock plugins has some yeah. different samples so, yeah. logic, uh, logic coming straight out of the box gives you a lot more to work with immediately yeah studio one but studio one is a fairly like solid i've never had any I've had a couple of crashes, but that was mostly due to just some of the plugins I was using. Yeah. It wasn't really Studio One. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe same thing could be said for Logic, but... Yeah. Mm. That being said, though, with Logic... Uh, okay. I guess I'll go into this right now, because I can. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'll never get another chance to, anyway. When it comes to writing MIDI yeah. and any other DAW, right? What you do is you just like you insert, you know, a block and then you just program your notes to whatever what a, whatever your note or whatever beat you want. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about logic is it allows you to loop it, which conceptually is a really good idea. But the problem yeah. is when you try to export that, it creates its own track in a way. So it's like mm. a new track per bar. Oh. And you see where problems start to arise, right? I yeah. didn't realize that until the longest time. Unless you... I didn't realize that until we started working on that Red Dwarf cover. Yeah, which we're still working on need to finish. I'm... I need to find it again because I think it's on Fair way. enough. Yeah. Here's the thing though, it might be worth restarting again because you could just send me a uh, Mew score. Like, yeah. as either MIDI or score, I think it, Studio One takes both. So we yeah. probably have a bit more of a solid foundation to work on this time. Yeah. And we could get Quite it done. Possibly. Yeah. 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 Point is, for Logic, that's a good idea, but it's a really not great execution. <laughs> 
that yeah. has caused me way too much trouble in the past. Yeah. Uh, something I like about Studio One a bit more, actually. Like, it's very mm. easy to just copy and paste a lot more than Logic, actually. Yeah. I don't know why. I, mm -hmm. I really don't, but it just feels a bit smoother on Studio One. Yeah. In a similar vein, yeah. Um, Sibelius. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this already. Um, I had a teacher who used the uh uses Sibelius. Oh yeah. No, it, it. Yeah. it's a, it's all right as software. Um. It's all right, definitely, but it has some major flaws. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, because I think we might have bought this up before. We both watched Tentacle. Yeah. Actually, what's that latest video he made? That was really good. I'm not uh, sure. He's on. He's now. He develops uh, Muse Score. Sure. Yeah. yeah okay about the unison midi chord pack okay do you want uh, to explain about that okay sure because the thing is that video was really cathartic because yeah. i've gotten ads from that company yeah it's literally a midi bag so what that is it's uh it's just midi information that people sell you for drums like is uh you know, that makes sense. It's like, it's pre-programmed beats. Yeah. Sometimes that people even play, so you get that more authentic sound. But the thing about this, it's just chords that you could easily program yourself. Yeah. And they're charging, like, what, 30 bucks? Mm. Something you could do for free. And the idea is it's meant for noobs who yeah. don't know how to, you know, do anything music theory related. But the problem with that is it doesn't teach you anything. And it's advertised as, you don't need music theory to make music. Just drag and drop chords. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot wrong with that, as you could guess. Definitely. It's f fuck. That video just rips them to pieces. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't I could imagine just dealing with that. Like, nah. Uh, Mm. I don't. I don't understand the logic behind it. I understand progressions somewhat, but even I have to put an asterisk because one, it doesn't teach you anything. Two, it's progressions that people most likely have already used. You might yeah. get yourself in trouble for that if you somehow make a puppet. Yeah, isn't isn't that not just weird? It is. Like, as, as a musician, one of my biggest goals is to just try and do some more, you know, outlandish creative progressions that you don't really hear yeah. often. Yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah, we... I mean... We're both musicians. You understand yeah. that. Really. Yeah, definitely. 
You always want to try something that's different, but also somewhat the same. Yeah. It's like just developing ideas. Yeah, it's finding that balance, which I think... Conversation of like, uh, you know, being accessible versus you know ha- having depth. Because one thing I do not ever want to do is to make stupid music. Yeah, although it could be kind of questionable with death math. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm giving that a pass because I was actually. This is a literal shower thought, but mm. I already came up with some melodies regarding the limitations you've set up or that we've set up yeah it's not that bad of an idea idea. the only thing i'm thinking is Mm. just how the fuck would we fit like vocals without lyrics (laughs) (laughs) we couldn't make it an instrumental i mean yeah but uh vocals without lyrics could even just be um could just be um, holding notes. Could be. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. Do like, you know, orchestral backings. I mean, we're yeah. going to be doing that anyway, so we could add choir to that. Yeah. yeah but not be. not singing a lyrics. Yeah. Just open notes. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a really good idea. I'm surprised I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking of okay. when I said it. Right. Anyway. And, um, the reason I bring that up is because specifically I had the eight string in mind when thinking of that. Yeah. Because you say you have the guitar playing the bass melody. Yeah. That, there's some really cool opportunities there because I could do like some, you know, gent staccato. Yeah. Just very like, you know, offbeat, crazy shit with the eight string. This is sounding better and better. Yeah. And while you'd like play very, you know, very <laughs> melodic. You know, very lead bass line. You know, melody. Yeah. Yeah. The bass plays the melody and the guitar plays the bass. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't work in conceptually. It shouldn't work conceptually, but it, <laughs> if you think about it more. Yeah. It's not the worst. No. I just yeah. hope it catches on. That, and I hope the mix mixing process doesn't kill me dead. <laughs> so, yeah. That, yeah. I'm very tr- trying hard to think of that. It's like, if I try yeah. to do what I normally do, it's going to fall apart very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be very interesting, though. I'd definitely like to pursue that. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean... I'd also probably want to buy, like, a guitar MIDI program. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I'm assuming what we're going to be doing is extremely technical and it's going to require a lot of practice. Yeah. Yeah. So just having MIDI would be able to just... Yeah. Plant down the ideas and then I could just learn it afterwards. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because normally uh, when it comes to writing, well, just music in general, I just kind of jam with myself. You know, I I just kind of play my guitar until I find something that I like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but with this, this is going to be very calculated and very... Oh, yeah. Mathematical. Yeah. There we say. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I mean, it's not so much mathematical, but with this part, but with the dual kicks, with the kicks in stereo, so one kick per ear, one kick drum per ear. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's gonna confuse things even more when programming. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, but actually, the thing that that where I brought that up that one time, yeah, um, about a video that a friend made that, and they wanted, uh, they asked for for everyone to uh, listen to it. <clears throat> I said that the the audio was in mono. Yeah. Well, by that I meant that it was only coming through the left side. Oh, that's what you meant. Um, yeah. When you meant mono, I thought you just meant standard as mono in the center. I didn't realize you meant it was just... Yeah. Nah. Yeah. So, in that case, you definitely want to redo it. Yeah. I mean, you could just pan it to the right. Correct. Yeah. You could. Yeah. But yeah, that... that could just, it was to just record it. Which, fair enough, if he doesn't yeah. pan. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I just... Yeah. No. It definitely was... It was jarring, the transition. Reminds me of a comment a lot of people get on certain videos. It's just like, my left ear really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably on ASMR videos, even though I cannot understand how ASMR is popular. I, I can and I can't. It's the same thing about like you know black metal, because mm. for some people it really irks them or you know turns them off. It just disgusts them. It makes you know not, you don't understand it. Yeah. The other half, it's people find it extremely soothing. Yeah. In a theoretical sense, I could understand it's like tickling certain frequencies that your ear happens to enjoy. So, yeah. in the most primal of senses, I could get that. But in terms of, I don't, in terms of the content, yeah, some of it gets really weird really quickly. Yeah. So it's like I'm left asking how, what kind of ASMR are you supposed to be able to... Because with music, it's very simple. Yeah. You know, there's genres. You find those genres, you stick with those genres unless you want to explore a bit. Yeah, and I mean, exploring's good. It is. Music's music. ASMR. Is there, like, different categories? Is it just... Probably. (laughs) Probably, I mean, I could make a joke here about how... um, how a lot of it is done by pay- by women who are supposed to be really attractive, or are really attractive. <laughs> oh boy! And I I've heard that as a theory as to why so many people watch or listen to ASMR. No, they'd be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But imagine if they just muted the audio. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them for muting the audio. Uh, maybe. Uh, don't even get me started on mukbangs. Or, or is it mm. mukbangs? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it. I don't it. know. 
I, I don't know. You eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that the reason that even existed in the first place, because the idea was it's meant to emulate a dinner for specifically uni students who are eating by themselves. Uh, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, Let's Players. It's like, you know, you're watching them. It's like playing a game with a friend or something. Or yeah. Watching, watching, you know, your friend play a game. Yeah. Similar sort of idea. But mukbangs have just devolved into this mess of a phenomenon I don't understand. Yeah. No, that's... It is weird, I guess. Yeah. Like, again, the, the initial concept is fairly harmless. Yeah. I don't... I mean, Initial concept makes a fair amount of sense, even. Actually, yeah, come to think of the same thing, kind of, you could say applies to ASMR. I mean, not really. You're hitting, like, on the fundamental level, you're just hitting certain frequencies that are going to resonate, you know, with the human body and make you react a certain kind of way. ASMR was being, it was being really quiet, but having the gain all the way up. And rubbing the microphone and that sort of stuff. I mean, that's how they do it, but I'm also explaining why they do it. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Do you know Bob Ross? Bob Ross? Yeah. The painter? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. It's the same kind of effect there. Like, you watch a video of his, you get really soothed and tired. You know, you just get really relaxed because of how calm his voice is. Uh, yeah, I guess. In a way, that's a form of ASMR. I guess. In, in a weird way, if you really think about it, music, to some extent, could also be considered... Granted, not typically. Like, not mm. typical, but it could be considered a form of ASMR. It's just yeah. frequencies that we enjoy and resonate with. To be fair with music, though, there's yeah. a lot more content. Yeah. It's not just random bullshit. <laughs> At least for the only. most part. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, you've ov- you obviously don't listen to much jazz. Uh, <laughs> oh man, isn't there like different subgenres of jazz too? There are, yeah. I've, I've, I've listened well. to some of the more contemporary stuff. Uh, uh, highly experimental jazz, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, where they lick the symbols and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, fuck it, at least it's music. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the most experimental I've gotten is just, like, incorporating breathing into my music. Yeah. Because, like, it's subtle, but it works. It makes the music sound more human. Yeah. Like, I, I purposely no longer cut out my breaths. Yeah. Yeah, because fuck it. People breathe. (laughs) True. This is true. This is a fact. (laughs) This is a fact of life. We live in a society. (laughs) Bottom text. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just... That'll date this episode. (sighs) Yeah, bottom text. Nice. Sooner or later. Yeah. The reason I bring up that breathing thing is because mm. for some reason I went a really long time without noticing it. It was about when I started getting serious into creating music. I yeah. 
I listened back to some of my favorite artists and I noticed, wow, these vocals are very heavily edited. He doesn't breathe a single fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess having breaths in there could also make it sound more like it's live. Yeah, uh, Dream Theater. Some of their ballads in particular, they leave in a lot of James Labrie's breaths. And yeah. it makes it sound natural. You know. Nice. That's I good. like that natural element. Yeah. Because they do edit a lot of his vocals, you know, to cut out the breathing when it comes to, like, the heavier stuff. Yeah, which makes sense. It makes sense, but even then, I still miss the breathing. Which, yeah. sometimes they do leave in, and sometimes they don't. It's actually kind of inconsistent. <laughs> um, from that, should we talk about the different types of uh, metal music? Mm. <laughs> yes. Okay, so... Oh boy, where the fuck do I start? Where do you want me to start? Uh, good question. <laughs> Alright. Mm. Maybe from the beginning? Yeah, that's generally a good place. Except, you're, if you're, except if you're a Quentin Tarantino film, then you want to start at the end. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. Black Sabbath, everybody fucking knows this. Uh, I've heard of them, yeah. You probably... Uh, actually, no, not even. Let's start with the Beatles. Okay. They have a song called Helter Skelter. Yeah. It's a song, quote-unquote, to me it just sounds like noise, which is pretty much just black metal in a nutshell. <laughs> Point yeah. is, uh, a lot of early traits can be heard there. It's not the typical metal you'd think about but unless no. a lot of, if anything you could probably correlate it to more to like thrash uh mm. the point is uh, there's a lot of elements there distorted guitar fast yeah. drums yeah wild bass yeah, sp yeah. screaming bullshit uh it, it's wild it's a mess that yeah the pieces are in place the yeah. term heavy metal was coined from later, uh, like not too far later. Yeah. Um, and I know this for a fact, there are other bands that kind of started, like, imagine blues, but with more distorted guitar. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that started coming out after Helter Skelter. Yeah. So it's like more of, you can see the pieces coming into place, but it's not quite there yet. Yeah. I think one of the bands might be The Who or uh, Rolling Stones. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Similar things of that kind. You'd consider it rock now, you know, classic rock. Yeah. Because of how unheavy it is, but the pieces are there. I I would not have expected to, it to start with the Beatles, though. When I think of the Beatles, I think of clean yeah. rock. You would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I think that's what they were considered at the time, even. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So back to the main point. Eventually, we lead up to Black Sabbath. Yep. Which who are now categorized as doom metal because of how slow it is in comparison to what we have now. But we're jumping the gun a bit. Yeah. Black Sabbath, essentially, you know, did the full, you know, heavy metal thing. You know like driving drums fully distorted electric guitars with solos now you know 
Nice. Ozzy Osbourne is the lead vocalist. You get, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. He he joined a protest against himself. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I like. That. That, definitely a character. Yeah, I, I showed the I showed my mum that meme that I sent to you, and she said that'd be right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm trying to think. By that point, we start deviating a little bit because now if we really truly want to get into subgenres because what black sabbath have done kind of stayed the same for a while and yeah. started to become more influential more more bands come out yeah we're gonna take a quick detour into thrash metal which yep. because at the same time uh like quickly after black sabbath we have you know like punk and pop punk nirvana Nirvana. They were punk, weren't they? I thought they were considered alt, like alternative rock. Uh, let's look it up. <laughs> yeah, to Google. Um, but point Actually, is, we're, start we're starting to get more into the, you know, anti-establishment. Oh, uh, so, grunge. Grunge, yeah. American it. grunge, electro-acoustic rock, alternative indie rock, alternative rock, rock music... Yeah. Pop rock, uh, hardcore punk, punk rock, noise rock, experimental, alternative pop rock. I'm assuming it's going to be changing, you know, from song to song to song. Yeah, that make that that makes complete sense. Yeah, that it would. Yeah, so we start getting punk, which is yeah. like kind of the origin of blast beats. Mm -hmm. uh, Being yeah. your oh, wait, blast beats. Being short is that being short for your label that you've created or Yeah. Well, okay. I mean blast beats are just the drumming technique. The only reason I lay called it that was because uh I was listening to a lot of Cannibal Corpse at the time, which is which is a death metal band, but we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there soon. Yeah. Uh, so pop punk. Oh, actually no. Uh just punk. Straight up punk. Yeah. You know, it's faster. You know what punk is, right? It's just really fast. Yeah. You know, heavier guitar riffs. I mean, I've only really ever listened to one Nirvana song. Mm, I could probably show you some stuff later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. probably the most famous. So if I had to summarize where we're going, you know, some of that, you know, the, you know. I've heard of that, yeah. Imagine that, but less heavier. Yeah. And more, you know, like with teen angst. Uh, that less, doesn't a lot that... less gross. A lot, a lot more, you know, like Rage Against the Machine, where it's just, you know, fuck the establishment, mm -hmm. fuck the man, fuck the power. Yeah, actually, I saw another joke about Rage Against the Machine. Oh no! <laughs> you know, Rage Against the Machine never said what mach which machine they were raging against. I think it was a printer. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a fax machine. True, true. Oh, okay. Right time. Yeah. We mm. go from we go from punk into yeah. thrash. So think Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Specifically like more earlier Metallica. I've like, not really heard much Metallica, but I've heard of them. Metallica of uh more uh as the years went on they just started going into like, you know, more trendy you know, pop rock. Mm. But earlier days, it was thrash. There was them. There was uh, Megadeth. There was Slayer. 
Yeah. Lots of those sorts of bands, which yeah. punk, but heavier. Okay. Uh, still not quite into the Blast Beats territory yet, but we're getting there. We're getting close. Yeah. Quickly after those bands, we started getting stuff, if not maybe like more or less around the same time, stuff like Napalm Death. Uh, okay, that's actually the only one that immediately comes to mind. Oh, Cannibal Corpse. Uh, mm -hmm. That's when we start started getting like, you know, the you know kind of yeah super you know disgusting death metal and when was that 1980 something okay okay i yeah. think yeah definitely not the 70s it might have been late 80s okay i yeah yeah so we started getting that cannibal corpse really popularized that uh yeah so what from there? And then, you know, as time goes on, you know, we reach the 2000s, yeah. 2010s. We start getting more subgenres, such as deathcore. So basically imagine, you know, death metal, but with a whole bunch of different elements. Like, a, okay, such as, you know, like more off-time stuff, more... Yeah. Uh, a lot more controlled use of blast beats. Um, yeah. To me, deathcore sounds a bit more musical, to be honest, because there's just a lot more going on. Yeah. Te uh, guitar stuff is a lot more technical. Uh, yeah. Actually, vocals are a bit more technical. It's basically just, you know, death metal, but better, <laughs> in my opinion. Nice, nice. Another subgenre, metalcore, which is kind of like a hybrid between, you know, pop rock and that deathy stuff. It's kind yeah. of like death metal for normies. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking what's a good example. Uh, Kill Switch Engage, uh, Black Veil Brides. I'd honestly argue some of Slipknot. Okay. In my opinion, because some of that fits the definition. Um, but the point is it's mostly... It's like commercialized death metal in a, in a sense. It even yeah. uh, incorporates like clean and you know growling vocals yeah yeah so a little bit of fusion there nice yeah I'm trying to think we got tech death mm. which is like imagine grindcore but even more technical and then if we sub go even you know like sub sub genre that's where we start getting into like mathcore which is a fusion of that plus, like, you know, progressive metal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is not the answer I expected. It's a rabbit hole, I'm not kidding. It is, it definitely I is. It's like one lane of it. There's, like, a whole bunch of other stuff I'm ignoring. Like, I just brought up progressive metal. That stem stems from another genre completely, you know, again, mm. from the Beatles. Some, especially nowadays, are willing to argue that Beatles could now be considered progressive rock because mm. of what they did for the time. Like, it wasn't... Uh, it somehow made, you know, not too simplistic music, you know, contemporary. Yeah. yeah. From the Beatles, we started getting bands like uh, fucking... 
what the fuck are they called? Rush. Mm. Yes, Genesis. Uh, oh fuck! I had it now. I forgot it. Oh well. The point is, you get like. So imagine the Beatles, right? But with a lot more odd time signatures. Yeah. Uh, nah. A lot more complex parts. Yeah. Like not not super complex. Like you could still understand them. They're not too insane. Yeah. But. You know, and it is. Uh, oh yeah, Pink Floyd. That's it. Of course, Pink Floyd. Absolute classic. Yeah. Definitely. But. The reason I bring that up is because progressive metal is essentially an extension from that. We started from then getting like a fusion between, you know, Rush and Metallica, for example. We're Mm. getting heavier elements included into progressive rock. Yeah. Such as distorted guitars, not quite blast beats or anything or growling vocals, but. Yeah. You know, it's more. You know, just heavy. We yeah. started getting bands like Queensryche and Dream Theater. Just yeah. Imagine okay, they what they kind of do is just imagine Metallica or Slipknot, but in odd signatures and you know singing vocals. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's an extension of again the Beatles, and and then we're even getting new genres. Right now, like I recently, yeah, okay, I yeah. said recently, probably like in the last year or so, but I found out about a new subgenre called, uh, was it new metalcore? Sorry, like progressive metalcore or something. As I said, this is not the answer I was expecting. Yeah, but and I, I bring up new metal, and now I could bring up the history of new metal. Long story short, with new metal though, it's essentially just you know pop rock, but with a bit of rap. Uh, drop tuned guitars, Mm. funnily enough. Mm. Uh, I mean, and that's a fucking weird topic, too. Because then I I brung up this question quite a bit, yeah. Let's go. What separates new metal from progressive metal? For me, the answer is uh, new metal just has more rap elements. Fair enough, yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. There's no time signature changes, not really. But it's not exactly piss-easy stuff either. Like, a lot of it does take some work to get down. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's not stupid music either, despite what you initially think. Yeah. Which is why I bring up that question again. <laughs> like, mm. I do have difficulty describing new metal to people. Because most people just think it's metal plus rap. You know, think corn, think Limp Biscuit, think some of Slipknot. Huh. I didn't really... Well, I've only really listened to one of them. Yeah, yeah. one corn song. I mean... It, but I didn't think it really had... I didn't really then, think it had rap in it. Then you got to bring up the question of what does contribute... Uh, how do you determine what is fusion and what isn't? Yeah. Genres and labels are blurry. Almost uh, always. Right now, my head is starting to just... It's starting to get overcooked with all of this. Maybe and... we should move on to 
yeah the next thing but yeah long story short there's a lot of subgenres oh yeah too many, many. To i'm very happy with progressive uh, progressive metal for the moment it's yeah especially the stuff i listen to it's like a hybrid between you know a lot of classical a little bit of fusion just integrated with instruments and sounds that i happen to enjoy the timbre of more yeah and for me it's a happy medium nice nice i'm sure that um death math will be better oh god maybe <laughs> i'm still trying let's to hope my, so I'm still trying to wrap my head around that genre <laughs> what death math yeah like are we making an entirely new subgenre? i guess so Maybe. <laughs> nice. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be well, weird. Let's move on to the songs. All right, sure. How long have um, we spent, actually? Uh, we've one and a half hours. Fucking hell, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... um, Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? I can't because you told me not to listen to the song and oh. react to it. No, I, it was the YouTube that I told you not to watch. Yeah, I haven't watched the YouTube. I was. Going I also to... sent the Spotify link. I don't listen to Spotify all the time. It's not okay. Always convenient. Well, um, I guess I'll I'll start then. So, yeah. Forsaken by Dream Theater. I liked it. Yeah. Um. I like the... I think it's a piano intro. There is... Yeah, it's a piano intro. Yeah. And... I, I, again, I'm... I'm out of practice with analysis, with the music analysis. It wasn't my favourite part of music either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I can't exactly say what I like about it, but... Yeah, it... I liked it. Yeah. It just clicked with me, I guess. I think you like stuff in Drop there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, know, I know that song's in D standard. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... I think about the that song is just... It's fairly underrated in their catalog. Yeah. Like, it's got a lot of complexities that you'd never notice unless you were, you know, specifically looking out for them. It's like... That's a good example of progressive rock, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, it does progressive, you know, but accessible... Yeah. Really well. Uh, the main piano riff is in seven. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's polymeter, is it? No. Um, what they do is just like they play in seven, but they make it a four feel. Nice. Nice. Respect. <laughs> Absolute respect. I love that shit. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Should I listen to the song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll mute myself for the... Okay. Um, see, this it... is why I wish I had headphones, because uh, uh, I could just to the song react live, you know, as I'm hearing it. Yeah. But because I don't have my headphones, it's possible that the song is going to leak. Mm, and we don't really want it to... Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love Australia Post. Fuck me. <laughs> Yeah. You could say it's not their fault, but really, they 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 are a shady company. Oh, actually, did 
Do, have you got the message saying that it arrived? Nope. Huh. Best guess is it's probably coming tomorrow. I guess so. Because, well, by the time I went there, it was already like three or something. So Yeah. But it really only had like two hours to get there. Yeah. Yeah. They also close really early. They do. And open fairly late, especially on weekends. Anyway. Open on weekends. Sooner the better. They're not on Sundays, at least not in my local branch. Yeah. Um, okay, so the songs. Hmm. You will... Alright, I'll just mute myself and I'll play the song. Okay. And then we'll probably just cut... No. Might as well, because I don't see us... I don't see a way for me to react to it without us getting a copyright strike. Well, I mean, could just see what your video... the Your video for... For it. And then just put some sort of music in. Maybe. Some copyright-free music from... Probably from the YouTube library. Uh, why don't you just say some stuff while I'm away? <laughs> uh, fair enough. Yeah. Alright, I'll be back. Okay. Um, so, this song, starting off with an acoustic intro. Um, and the bass player playing a piano part is about a... Fairly heavy topic. Um, yeah, it's... I really recommend actually watching the video for it. Um, and reading what all of the people have to say. Because everyone in there has been affected by um, suicides. Wow, this took a dark turn. Um. Yeah. No, it, it's wonderfully done, this song. Um. It's wonderfully written. It would have been painful to film. For, to film the uh, music video, but. I'd say it would be worth it. Uh, it's from the album Thread. And I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, it's not my favourite from that album, but... It's, it's a good song. In my opinion, anyway. It's about five minutes in length, so, yeah. Um, oh, and the comment section is... The comment section is just beautiful. It's people just um, being really supportive of each other. Oh, cool. Cyberfunk installed an update. Lovely. Kind of funny, considering what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, Cyberpunk was released too early. <laughs> Way too early. 
Yeah. I mean, it's also quite well written, this. I said that already, but it works. All the parts work well together, I think. Yeah. So I don't know what else to say about it. Hmm. I don't know what else I can say about it. Yeah, not bad. Hmm. Um. I definitely like the video. Yeah. Um, mm. Definitely quite a bit to digest, actually. It is, yes. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's not my favorite. I still think I prefer Veins. Uh, that was the last one, right? Uh, Worlds Away was the last one. But yeah, Veins was the one before that. Uh, it's weird. Why can't I see it? Uh, I don't know. I see veins. I don't. See... Oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah. It's three streaks of red. That's why I couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. World way better, but um, the message is good. Definitely, it's not a song that would have been easy to make, but I'm glad they made it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a very good song. Very good message. Going on that similar topic of uh, like mm. losing a loved one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to recommend the song "Pain" from Three. Uh, sorry, not Pain. Uh, uh, it's not. Uh, wait, is that what it is? It's not too late. Uh, oh yeah. Let me Google it. Or is it? It's never too late. Yeah, it's not too late by three days, Grace. Okay. And I am recommending Clarity by Red Sun Rising. Again. Fair enough. Yeah, again, Red Sun Rising. Still, good song, though. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, a mu- it's much more upbeat, this one. Oh, good. Yeah. Interesting thing. It works really well. As in, the opening riff for Clarity sounds a lot like the closing riff for El Lazo. No. Yeah, El Lazo. Another Red Sun Rising song. Hmm. Why is it similar? I'm not sure. It just is. Hmm. Probably need to listen to that one too to make a comparison. I mean, I'll probably recommend that one next week. Anyway. Or next... Next... In the next episode, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely a very heavy song, but it was worth. It's worth a listen. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Invincible. I watched that recently. I liked it. I liked it quite a lot, actually. Very good. Yeah. Interesting thing, I had actually, I had, it had been spoiled a bit for me. I figured. (laughs) Yeah. I had spoiled it for myself by watching a video. Um, It was uh, a villainous scene, I think it was, part of that series. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, that, it was quite, quite a good video. So, yes, I had had it spoiled but i didn't have it spoiled as to the lead up just yeah the big twist yeah admittedly it probably would have been fairly predictable for some people uh which part the uh uh the big twist at the end with the father oh yeah 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 um i didn't actually have um, because I didn't know that Omni-Man was going to be the villain. I'm assuming, if you're watching this, you've watched Invincible already. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. If you haven't. I'm assuming, yeah. Um, so, I, I didn't know that Omni-Man was going to be the main antagonist for the show. Because Wait. the way... Yeah? Sorry. In post, I'm going to edit this this thing to be a bit earlier. Yeah, go ahead. Look down there somewhere. It'll tell the time to skip to when we finished talking about it. <laughs> Fair enough. In fact, probably should do that in fu- all future episodes. Yeah, especially if we're talking about TV shows. More recent ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware of the twist going in. Mm. 
so it just kind of became the question of you know why he did it rather than yeah you know, is he going to annihilate the whole earth <laughs> you know yeah. i we were just questioning why because the assumption especially with the wife character she mm. said that he was brainwashed or something that's what most people wanted to believe yeah so in a way it was kind of a twist yeah in a loose sense of the term at the end yeah because i didn't expect omni man to be this giant douchebag yes yeah. especially from you know jk simmons character admittedly the foreshadowing was there yeah fairly subtle but it was there yeah and i think they chose well with jk simmons yeah i couldn't imagine anyone else honestly yeah couldn't imagine anyone other than cave johnson Actually, the whole cast is very good. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think if I had to pick a weak link, it would have been, um, trying to think of his name, Kevin Michael Richardson as the blue guy. Uh, you know, the, the, blue. the big blue guy is who just... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget his name off the top of my head. It's been a bit since I've seen, another, uh, since I've seen the show. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... I know him from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yeah. And ever mm. since, like, I, I've heard his voice in a lot of media, and I've just been able to pick up, not all of it, to be uh, to be fair. Like, he does have a good range. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes he just uses his natural voice. Interesting and thing. It, Invincible was one of those times where he did, yeah? I've never seen Lilo and Stitch. You should. It's a great movie. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, actually. Okay. A lot of Disney movies actually have kind of been missing. Last one that's... I saw as of recent was uh, Wally. Ah, uh, that's such a good movie. Underrated. Uh, Completely definitely underrated. not underrated, but probably understated. I think it is yeah. a masterpiece in. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. It is. Um, I'm thinking for the next episode we watch Life of Brian. Though? Um. Just because I've got the uh, link. I thought we had something else in mind, though, didn't we? Uh, we did, but just because I've got that link in the chat before it gets buried too much. Sure. I Do think, yeah. It? Yeah, I've got it. Okay, I've got okay. it on DVD. Yep. Yeah. Nah, definitely worth a watch, though. Yeah, for certain. Yeah, I, I um definitely invincible, worth a watch completely. On that same note, though, the boys. Yes, but they're similar. There's some. It's... There's definitely some similarities. I think the most obvious one is this mature superhero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somewhat satire. Yeah, like, both shows really do take the piss out of stuff like DC and Marvel. Yeah, and fair enough. Yeah, I I think the boys works a little bit better as a satire, but yeah, that same token, I think and Carl Urban is a bit better. Carl Urban just <laughs> yeah. he works so well in that role. He does, I especially season does. one. Yeah, he, Carl Urban has some range in acting. Funny thing, in the show, he's meant to be English, but he sounds more Australian. 
Well, he's a Kiwi. The actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, if only the PP man were here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a friend of ours, by the way, if you don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We'll probably really... we'll link his yeah. Twitch probably in the description. Yeah. Yeah. Just some context. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think they're both really solid. Granted, for a couple of different reasons, but yeah. Yeah. Actually, would you say there's a better show out of the two? Because I think they're both as good for different reasons. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. Yeah. Especially with season two of The Boys. Mm. I like the season, but admittedly it was a bit slow. But the ending was well worth it. It was, yeah. And I, th- I think I prefer season one. I do too. But yeah. to be fair, there was also the element of surprise. We didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. True. Same with Invincible. That's why I think a lot of us are really enjoying it as much as we are. Especially for season one of The Boys. With, yeah. with, for me, I mean. Yeah, when I saw season one of The Boys, because my mum already watched it, or at least some of it, uh, yeah. I didn't see anything of it. I didn't know anything about it. My mum was just like, you should watch The Boys. Yeah, I'd just seen ads basically on TV and thought... Yeah. And I was having a day where I was just ugh, out of it. Yeah. Fair enough. So I watched it. Same thing with Invincible, actually. Like, I just saw it was there. Like, cause yeah. I downloads movies uh, or TV shows. Yeah, it was just there. Opened it up. Watched the first episode. Wasn't mm-hmm. thrilled until the very end, and then Mum and I got really hooked immediately. <laughs> The end of the first episode. Yeah. And then yeah. we just waited for every, you know, episode to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Both both are very good shows. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's right. We were going to watch Galaxy Quest. Now we can put it off another. Yeah, Life of Brian. Let's do that. Life of Brian, definitely. There's another show I just recently watched that's fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Same guy who... Uh, Axes Dexter in the series Dexter, but mm. uh, yeah, the show's called Safe. It's a uh, based off a book. It's a Who Done It mystery. Okay, it's kind of a Who Done It and a you know trying to find a missing person. Like yeah, a TV show. yeah, it's a hybrid between the two. I'm not hey, generally the biggest fan of those. I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's fairly entertaining anyway, and it's pretty short. I watched I'll, through all of it in a night. I might give it a watch, depending on where it is. Uh, I don't remember where it is. Yeah. Oh, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. Oh, okay. I can't. <laughs> um, can't give it a watch then. I could probably stream it to you. Oh, yeah. That would work. Um, I need to ask my friend if I can borrow their copy of Babylon 5 again, though. Oh, yeah. And then we sh- we need to talk about it. Yeah. Babylon 5, so well written. Just um... Babylon 5 is, I think, just a show I've heard about. I've never... It's, uh... worth, it's worth watching. Yeah. You can buy it on Google. No, I don't want to give Google nah. my money. <laughs> nah, especially with what they were doing uh, today and yesterday. You saw my messages that I sent. Um, 
the Hold stories on. stories in Jane Minor podcast Google account. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just today. It was. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Hmm. Which is interesting because one of the points that I have that we have in the notes is when to say tomorrow versus today. Oh yeah. If it's after midnight, and it's happening before. Midnight. Uh, the following midnight, it's today. If it's happening after that follow that midnight, the following one, it's tomorrow. Which means it's today. Once you pass that midnight, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's just something that's a bit annoying because it's kind of needlessly convoluted. It is, especially for people who stay up late like us. True. However. I'm trying to get myself into the habit of saying today at the correct, or tomorrow more, so at the correct time. Because it just leads to needless confusion. That's why you should always put dates in. Yeah. Or say it correctly. Well, I mean, you should be dating things correctly anyway. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm, not really much to talk about there, is it? It's just a pain in the ass. It is, yes. Yeah. Um. Do you want to maybe watch that tech quickie tech quickie video that I have posted in the chat, and I'll watch the video that you posted about uh, how your personality affects what you play. Sure. And then we can. I can cut this in post. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you were talking about convers cons blah, blah, blah. Hmm? You know, bias, um, information bias. Yeah. And it's possible that I have got a bit of a confirmation bias from watching it, but <laughs> I agree with a lot of what has been brought forward. I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, agreed. Um, hmm. um, it's definitely something that could be, um, yeah. It's, I mean, I can see it going a bit both ways. The game affects you, and you affect the game. You, yeah. it, the game affects your personality, and your personality affects what you want to play. Definitely, completely. I also think mood has something to do with it. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe how you play as well, though. That too. Because it's not just what games you play, but how you play them. Yeah. For you example, a grofer would play very differently to the way I play, and I'm sorry, but I really need to. I will be back shortly. I am editing this episode. I'll edit this episode, so yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> shouldn't be too hard. Anyway, I'll be back shortly. Maybe you give some of your thoughts on what I on the video that I sent. Mm, okay. Um. So in regards to the video, it was talking about 
VPNs and how uh, not necessarily the safest thing uh, in the world and how some of your information can get leaked if not sold. Uh, which I find kind of fascinating, amusing, and scary. Um, the topic of free VPNs came up a little bit, which piqued my interest because my dad uses this one. Granted, never for long. Like, it's on a timer, and even then, like, he only uses it for one reason, so he doesn't need it on all the time. Uh, and if we desperately had to, we'd probably just use Bitdefender because that's what we have on our computers anyway for antivirus software. I found it a little bit alarming. I also didn't know until this video that Facebook paid people to install a VPN on their phones, which is just sus as fuck. Like, the other reason I still have Facebook is because I use the marketplace, you know, to buy shit, or at least try to buy shit. And that's about it. It's not a good, very good platform, <laughs> nor safe. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what else. Ollie can probably contribute more when he comes back. <laughs> As for, uh, that gaming video, uh, he was just talking about, it's, yes, relating to psychology people and why they play the games that they do, which is very interesting. Uh, granted, it doesn't really answer a whole bunch, but it is a very interesting proposition. Yep, and he's back. Welcome. Well, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome myself back. <laughs> yes, that's what I do. <laughs> no. So... Um, I did speak about it. Uh, yep. I'm just trying to think of how to summarize it if you don't want to look back through it. Uh, um, Actually, maybe, do you want me to, to start off by saying something about it? Yeah, sure. It, in that video is, um, it raises the main point of it, that, well, the main point that they make is that um, VPN, you just have to trust that the VPN provider will um, will not keep locked yeah. or, and sell your data. Yeah, because I was just saying that... Um, do like, what... I did, did overgeneralize it a bit. I said that um, your data isn't entirely safe even if you use a free VPN. Oh, sorry, even, no, no, even if you use a paid VPN. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which scares uh, me quite a bit, actually. The, the only reason that I would use a VPN when, if you, when I used one was to get around restrictions on the network. That's what Dad uses it for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Sorry, I probably should give context. This was, where, this was in high school, ah. and they blocked servers so we could play on minecraft servers and stuff like that i remember that yeah 
Um, so yeah, I installed a VPN and I was able to get to one. Yet on the one that was made for me and a group of friends. Yeah. So yeah, that's um It is an interesting video. It is really short, just five minutes. Yeah. That, I don't count the ad. <laughs> that that's that's that channel. They have they give a topic and they condense it down and make but try to make it understandable. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but I really do prefer longer videos. Like, yeah. uh, just before we started this, I was watching, like, a four-hour retrospective on a game that I like. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What, well, I mean... It's fairly chill, too. Like, I, I do and I don't. It depends on the content. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I like videos that are... Gen- probably generally half hour to an hour. Yeah. Well, under an hour, really. And even then, I'll always watch videos on double speed. Hmm. At least. Interesting. Uh, I just like essay content. I get, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. Couldn't tell you why either. I just like listening to people's opinions. Yeah. Especially when people really like... Yeah. Uh, when they really, when they really cherish something. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, but no, VPN will not. There's no guarantees that it, you just have to trust them. <clears throat> Which I don't particularly like. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I was also saying before you came back, I didn't know that Facebook, at some point, so like. Paid people to install a VPN. Hmm. Like a dodgy, I mean, yeah. dodgy Facebook. Uh, <laughs> dodgy is their business model. Well, no shit, <laughs> but it's more like I didn't know they did that at any point. Like I thought there would have been news or something. Yeah, I didn't no, that... see any coverage. Nor did I. Yeah. I didn't even hear about anything either. Yeah. Weird. It is, yeah. It's almost like it never happened. <laughs> almost. Almost. But it yeah. did. It did. Yeah. Hmm. Um. I'm sure that what uh, I did say something also about that psychology video. Yeah. Uh, no, it that is a it, it yeah. well worth a watch. Definitely. Uh, I, I will say this though, it doesn't really answer that much, but it does propose no. a very interesting question that inco- incorporates, you know, real elements of human psychology. Yeah, I'm sure if I sent it to my mom, she could probably, um, and she could probably analyze it, the what they were saying and uh, give me a better overview. Read through the papers and give me an overview. She is a practicing psychologist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So. Wouldn't have thunk it. <laughs> maybe in the next episode. Hmm. I can talk a bit more about it. Yeah. I do, like, probably... I do like that idea, though, that just gaming can correspond to your personality. Yeah. Especially when I you mean... find games that you like that you wouldn't expect to like. Yeah. Here's a good example for me. GTA. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah. Uh, um, 
And yeah. I wouldn't know what that says about you because GTA is the only game of that type that you play. Yeah, more or less. Other than maybe Cyberpunk. I used to have a phase of like just playing a whole bunch of open world games. Yeah. But nowadays it's just kind of like something more concise and focused and just straight to the point. Fair enough. Very... Mm. Especially these days, I like games that are easy to learn but hard to master. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're often good, yeah. I really like Devil May Cry for that reason. The... And the weird thing is, with that video, I could see myself in all three categories, to an extent. Yeah? Yeah, I like all three of them. I mean, I, I could see myself in all three of those categories. Don't know what that says about me, either. I mean, I'd probably could say nothing. I think that was the whole point of the video, is just to propose a question. I mean, yeah, I, I guess there's, um... Uh, Sigmund, Fro Sigmund Freud, a famous psychologist, said, Sometimes a knife is just a knife. Um, he he did a lot. He did a lot to do with dreams. A lot of work with uh, the psychology of behind dreams. Maybe I should see some of his work. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. But no, I always like to understand how things work. So yeah, that, no, that that was really interesting. He um, also made another video regarding to getting angry at video games. Yeah, okay. Which, that one's a little more concrete. I think that one's a bit of a better video. Okay. Maybe you should take a look at that yeah. sometime in the future. Maybe for the next episode again. Because this specifically delves on how people you know, get angry and what they do with the anger. Mm. I mean, some, for, sometimes games can be a way to release your anger safely, and for other times, they can cause anger. Yeah. Here's a great example of that. GTA 4. Yeah. At least for the second one, I was getting really annoyed with it. And you can you can see in the video when it comes out. It probably will be out by the time this comes out, though. Yeah. So when it comes out for people watching on Twitch, um, if you go back and have a look, you can see me getting angry at it. Uh, yeah. Part 14. I think uh, I consider myself fairly simple when it comes to anger. It's just like, if you don't bullshit me, mm. you know, I usually try to keep it fair and neutral. Fair enough. Yeah. As much as I like Ruiner, uh, mm. I really fucking hate some of the bosses, especially because some of them are repeats. Not only that, yeah. harder repeats. Ah. Uh, so it's yeah. just annoying and repetitive, and it really has no right to be. No. Like, if I had one sticking point with that game, it's the bosses. I don't like them. There's only mm -hmm. two that I actually like and that are decently designed. Yeah. Anyway. Otherwise, really, I'm just in it for the combat scenarios. Fair enough. You might like Hades, though. 
Should yeah. probably do that sometime. Maybe. Um. Yeah. Probably by the time this episode comes out, you will. Maybe. I don't know. I I haven't really had Hades in my sights, to be honest. Uh, mm. It's just kind of a game that exists. I mean, it does look a lot like Ruiner. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Ruiner's definitely a lot more faster, which I like. Okay. But, yeah. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. I could see myself enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I could also see myself enjoying Diablo if I cared. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Should we start wrapping up? Yeah, we should. Um, Just before we do... The final note that I have there in that chat is, well, that we have, is a, I wrote base t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Do you want, uh, do you want to guess or I'll just say? Yeah, just say. So, one time when I went to one of my friend's houses, you pro, I think you've, you definitely know of them, even if you don't, you haven't met them. Um. Anyway, I won't I won't mention names. Um They were wearing a t shirt that said bass. Like a guitar a yeah, like guitar, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's cool. Hard disagree, but interesting. Fair enough. I never thought it was fair to compare the two, honestly. They both have very different purposes. True. True. Anyway, we should... As you said, we should wrap up now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so... Thank you for... Uh... Watching or listening. Whatever you decide to do. Uh... Come join us on the Discord server. Links in the description below. Uh, if yep. you're on YouTube. Uh, or or uh, any of the... Any podcast service. Yeah. Yeah, links in the description. Um, yeah, come subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us. Give us a rating. Give us a like on YouTube. Um, come watch us on Twitch live yeah we record our episodes live as we said at the beginning yeah we record them live we play games live yeah we do a lot of stuff live and with that being said we will all see you in the next episode have a good night or good morning wherever the fuck you're from and take care yes (laughs) see ya